again because technical because technical difficulties are technical difficulties so such such be the life we live It's a spy from behind my giant robot's eyes I keep them happy cause the mic fall out if he cries Scared of heights so I might pass out if he flies Keep them all autopilot cause I can't drive Room enough for one I tell my homies they can't ride Unless we're sitting on the shoulders but that's way too high Let's try not to step on the children The news cameras filming this walking project building Now that's selling like right around the toes and the crackheads bag at about the lower leg there's crooked police that's stationed at the knees and they do drive-bys like up and down the thighs and there's a car chase going on at the waist keep a vest on my chest i'm sitting in my room as i'm looking out the face something to write about i still got some damage from fighting the white house just so that's a joint right there, my guy. That's a joint. Yeah, man. That's actually one of my favorite Lupe songs. So much so. That second verse got a roll. We need a few more half naked women up in the pool and hold this. It's all covered in jewels And can you please put your closer to the 22s And where's the champagne? We need champagne Now look as hard as you can with this in your hand And now hold up your chain Slow motion through the flames Now cue the smoke machines and the simulated rain But not too loud cause the baby's sleeping I wonder if it knows what the world is keeping Up both sleeves while you lay there dreaming Me and my robot tiptoe round creeping I had to turn my back on what got you paid I couldn't see, had the hood on me like I boot great But I like to thank the streets that drove me crazy And all the televisions out there that Alright, that's enough of Lupe. Is that enough? Is that enough of Lupe? I think so. Yeah? I, right. I think they get the point. Yeah, that's it. That's all. Um, before we were rudely interrupted by technology being a cruel, cruel mistress, we were talking about guns in Canada, my friend. And you mm-hmm. said that you are a uh, a far right supporter of gun rights in Canada. That was correct, right? You're GD right, buddy. <laughs> and I'm not gonna let them take our guns. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not uh, Second Amendment right. We're not Americans, so it's not our Second Amendment. I'm right. also not a far right. No, no, no. Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. Let them know. Gun supporter. So why are you, you hiding from it now, my guy? <laughs> man. <laughs> this, this, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. If I was a gun supporter, if I was a supporter of guns, I, I, would, I would like other things I believe in. I would be vocal about it. But I'm just not that guy, man. I mean, I'm just, I, I think guns do more harm than good, you know? 
Uh, like I said before, <clears throat> the only scenario under which I would want and potentially use a gun is if I was defending my, my girl and my children, you know, in the event of um, some sort of home invasion. Then I'm pulling up the sticks. Yeah, I mean, even that, you know, even in those worst case scenarios, it's 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 a lot. It's a lot. I, I would never want it to come to that, you know. But if so, I gotta protect my babies, I gotta protect my babies. Right. So, in in Canada in particular, um, yeah, I'm not really trying to have a gun debate, but I want to I want to you know deepen my uh, my understanding of your perspective. I I wouldn't say I'm necessarily pro gun. Uh, I definitely wouldn't say that I'm anti gun though, um, and I think that particularly stems from like my use case for it. So the reason we missed um, our Monday Tuesday recording last week was I was in the process of getting um, doing my gun safety course, uh, and I my my primary use, pretty much my sole use for a firearm is for hunting. Uh, I got my hunting license last year. I was doing bow hunting, and just to um, increase my opportunities as far as, like, hunting trips to go on, you know, uh, getting my gun license was just like, hey, we're going to go hunt, you know, turkey. Are we doing a bow hunting thing? Are we doing a gun hunting thing? We're going to go do waterfowl, gonna do ducks, whatever whatever it may be. It just gave me the opportunity to... Uh, to not be excluded from the activities because I didn't have firearm or didn't have the ability to to uh, to possess one or use one during those hunts. Um, so that's what that's what was happening last week. So that's why we're bringing this up right now. Is um, uh, why I, I'm just trying to figure out like why you're anti-gun specifically in Canada. I understand like the arguments in the states, and I think their their gun laws are completely different and ho- have a whole host of other you know issues behind them that that are just long-standing and will never be uh, corrected so your issues with guns in Canada go um I think my issues with guns period are that is that they do more harm than good and I think if you removed guns entirely which you know I, that may be a non-starter of an argument at this point because they're everywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if there were no guns, there would be a lot less harm brought to people in Canada, as well as the States, right? I mean, you look at places like the GTA and like, there is an unfortunate amount of gun violence, you know, and a lot of it is brought on by, you know, people living the life and it being sort of, um, part and parcel with the lifestyle and um it's an it's an unfortunate and maybe sometimes necessary evil depending you know if if you feel like that's something that you need in order to i guess just keep yourself safe but ultimately i i think that more harm comes from from guns than anything so my specific counter argument to to that is do you think that the harm being caused by weapons, specifically in Canada, is being done with legally attained weapons? Um, that's a, a that is a percentage of it. Guns are being purchased legally and then being sold illegally or being stolen. 
So like that is a considerable percentage of like if you look at how guns are being procured in Canada, a lot of it is some sort of trickle down from a, a legal gun purchase. A legal gun purchase in Canada or in the United States? In Canada and the States. Now, uh, I, I would have to look and see, you know, what the numbers are. But it would seem to me, I mean, I guess that's where your argument of all or none comes in. Because if, if guns exist in any way, shape, or form, and then they can be stolen, then... Basically, yeah. Such is life, right? That's why I feel like it's almost a non-starter, because there's no way to, you know, remove guns. I mean, the, the government is trying to, I guess, sort of figure out what they want to do with that um, in terms of legislation, right? There are certain provinces like this one where I'm sure there would be a considerable amount of pushback because this is a very um, hunting-heavy uh, culture in, in this province and probably Alberta as well. Um, and so there's that, but, like, they're trying to figure out things about uh, things like, rather, um, like buybacks, and different incentives to get people to turn in their guns. Um, I mean, more specifically, as far as banning guns right now, their their focus is on handguns specifically, um, right? So they're not coming for anyone's hunting rifles and things like that. But again, yeah, I just feel like regardless, right? Like while a handgun might be easier to conceal, I mean, it, it just depends on the climate, right? Like if you remove handguns from the equation and then you have a faction of people who then are now using assault rifles or hunting rifles or whatever, they can get their hands on at that point, right? Like that's just like, like the climate is going to um, climatize accordingly. So, I mean, ultimately it's like, cool, people want to hunt, like, you know, have a blast, right? As long as it's done in a environmentally, you know, uh, thoughtful way in terms of like the ecosystem in particular that you're hunting in. But um, I, I do think that it's, 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 a, it's, it's a lot harder to contain it to just that. So yeah, I just feel like ultimately it does more harm than good or they do more harm than good. Hmm. How many guns do you think are in Canada right now? Mm, couldn't tell you. Couldn't I? Couldn't even begin to guess. To be honest, I have no sense of that. Uh, let's see. Uh, based on foreignpolicy.com dot com from twenty seventeen, they're estimating about twelve point seven million legal and illicit firearms in Canada. That's a lot of guns. Yep. That's a lot of guns. Um, Considering our population is only thirty-seven million. Well, that's the thing is uh, when I was when I was in the course, um, they, he is obviously very pro-gun. He's a, it's a he's a gun fanatic. Uh, very educational course though, um, but again, skewing towards the pro-gun community. Uh, you know, and he had a, a whole diatribe on the current legislation. Uh, it was a question that was asked of him. He didn't just go out on a spur, but mm-hmm. he was asked his opinion and he gave it. Uh, so, I mean, with that said, he was going through 
and he estimates, and I don't know, it's hard to say like where the numbers come from, but given that he has more experience in that field, uh, then I, and I have absolutely no idea, and he's more involved. So just based on like hunting people that are part of you know, the various organizations, um, and then there's a lot of competition sports that are actually based around firearms. So there's a lot of kids from like ages like like twelve to whatever that are actually like handle guns and like use them in competitions, which is something I never would have thought of. But even like less than forty five minutes from here, there's like a hundred kids or something that are part of this this thing, um, and they com- they compete on a national level. So he estimated the the number of people who are directly impacted as far as being users or having a child that is using them for competition, he estimated to be around 8 million Canadians um, that are somehow involved in the use of guns, whether it's for like sport shooting or hunting or some competitive shooting. So I don't know where all the numbers are from, but he gave a, a couple things to, to say that this is where he's coming up with the numbers. But yeah. So, yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, like to me, it's just like my response to that, and not to you as an as the person like relaying this information, but just to like to that information is like, so what? Like, take the guns away. They're not going anywhere. Oh, I'm. I know they're not. <laughs> I know they're not. But I'm just saying, like, my position on it is just like. That like that isn't a reason to like keep guns around because people like compete with them. Yeah, but that that's being said is that number of people um, will then affect you know legislation. I think I'm just like I think sometimes I'm taken aback by the things that people want to like hold on to. You know, like in society, in, within culture, like, the things that people want to hold on to, the things that people push back on, I, I it just, I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around it sometimes. Like, a lot of the times, to me, it seems like, you know, you get people who push back on, quote-unquote, cancel culture, and, P, quote-unquote, PC culture, and it's just like, what are you really pushing back on? Like, the fact that, you know, or, or whether it's, like, comedians who feel like, they are under attack. They're being persecuted because they're being held to a different standard than they were in, like, the 80s or something. And it's just, like, I just feel like people want to hold on to their right to, like, be assholes or, like, people want to hold on to their right to, like, own guns. Like, it's just, like, what, like I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe I'm missing something, but that's how it reads to me. Yeah, but so why why should they relinquish this? Why should they give it up, though? Because you because t- again, right? This is this is something I I'm constantly coming back to, but it's just like it's you you know in terms of a philosophical like school of thought, it's utilitarianism, it's it's uh, collectivism, right? But we are such an individualist society that people want to hold on to these things that are basically just like luxuries or comforts right without considering how these things impact other people but i mean i think with that though you have to consider that there are some places where it's not really a luxury or what to be an asshole 
No, no. Like specifically when it comes to guns, like they're they're. Well, that's why my my thing is all or nothing, right? Like because it's just like you're not going to get rid of guns entirely. Like they're already they're already here. They're already everywhere. So that's what I was saying. It's kind of a non-starter, really. My position on it, but like the arguments for these things, though, right? Like, yes, are we gonna are we going to eradicate guns from the planet? No. Right, people are three D printing guns at this point, so like guns aren't going anywhere, unfortunately. But like the vitriol with which people are advocating for things like guns, which ultimately do a lot of harm, right? Like you can make the argument for the the recreational uses or the potentially productive uses of guns, right? Like in the instances of certain hunting circumstances, right, where like there might be an ecosystem that's overpopulated with some sort of predatory animal. And so like now it's actually harming the ecosystem, right? So things like things like these types of pro-gun arguments is like, okay, cool, like noted, but ultimately it's also causing a significant number of like deaths and harm to people. Like, you know, I think the I think the argu- to... I think the ultimate argument there is that the the most that the majority of those those harms and deaths that are happening aren't as a result of legally acquired guns. Yeah, but I'm I mean and then maybe the, all, maybe the not other, but think the about all those thing school shootings becomes... though. Those are legally acquired guns in a number of those cases. Which ones? There are a few of them. I don't remember which In Canada one. specifically? No, 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 and that's the thing. Like, I'm, so yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not relegating it to Canada because guns cross borders. So that's why I'm saying, like, it, it doesn't really like to make legislation okay. here. Like, yeah, while I think that symbolically and materially there is significance to it, but like, guns cross borders. So, like, I'm just talking about like guns in general. Okay. Yeah, and like guns in general, or like again, a, coming for quote-unquote cancel culture or so-called PC culture. Like, the things that people are, you know, seemingly foaming at the mouth, pushing back against, when it's just, like, ultimately you're you're arguing for something that while there are instances where these things can be productive, there is also a significant amount of harm being caused to people. And so instead of looking at it from this individualist perspective of, like, me, like, I want my guns, and instead of looking at it like, well, guns cause harm, right? Or, like, instead of me still wanting to refer to people with whatever sort of words are no longer deemed, quote-unquote, PC, because I want to continue to use this type of language, instead of looking at it as, like, there are a number of people who are impacted negatively with these this type of language. Like you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just like it's a very to me it's very like insular and like selfish perspective to take instead of just looking at it more broadly as like how do these things affect society writ large? So I'm just like again I'm just sort of like taken aback by how. Or what people seem to like want to cling to these days, like everyone is like, oh, everyone's so sensitive now, and we live in such a sensitive time, and and it's just like 
I don't think we live in like a hypersensitive time. I think we live in a time of like hyper commentary where people are now able to express themselves in a way where they're now heard compared to 15, 20 years ago where these people would have still felt the same way but weren't able to be heard. So it's just like, okay, like you can you can characterize it as like hypersensitivity, but like ultimately what is what is actually being taken from you if you're ultimately really just considering how other people feel? Well, I think the consideration of how people feel and then that infringing on something you specifically want to do, I think there's a level which to is which be an asshole. I don't think it's necessarily being an asshole. Mm, if you, people, what are the things that people seem to be the most vocal about? Cancel culture. Okay, so what are people being canceled for? Saying or doing things that are harmful to, to marginalized groups, whether that's women, whether that's queer people, whether that's gender queer people, whether that is black people or people of color. Like, basically, those are the things that people are getting canceled for. So-and-so said something racist. So-and-so did, uh, sexually assaulted someone or was sexually inappropriate, some form of sexual misconduct. And it's just like, oh, people are too sensitive, rah, rah, rah. And it's just like, okay, but, like, these people are actually causing harm. So, like, what are we actually, like, what are we actually grappling with? You feel like people should have the right to do what exactly say whatever they want regardless of whether or not it's harmful because ultimately like you know nothing is really actually happening to most of these people like with the exception of like harvey weinstein and maybe a couple others that i can't think of right now most of the time these people aren't actually suffering any consequences other than like you know, maybe you're not you're not able to make the same amount of money that you were before because corporations are not wanting to, to stand next to you anymore because the public is vocally saying, like, we don't rock with you anymore. But, like, very few people that get, quote, unquote, canceled are suffering, like, legal ramifications. So I think in, in the instance of cancel culture specifically, like what what is it then when you have a disagreement with someone's opinion and you're not able to articulate that without necessarily being canceled but that's not those aren't the people that are being canceled like the people who are disagreeing like think about it someone who is as cantankerous as in my view annoying and offensive as Ben Shapiro uh-huh Ben Shapiro doesn't get canceled. He's it's been attempted. Mm, people have made come who, for him. There are people who but want they've him never canceled. canceled. There are people him. who don't want him to have a platform. There are people who don't want him to have a platform, sure. But like he hasn't been canceled to where and this is the other thing. There's also like a cancel culture racket, which we can get to in a second. But like I'm just saying, like there and maybe Ben Shapiro isn't the best example, but there are many people on like the right side of the aisle who say things that people like myself or people are on the left side of the aisle don't agree with, may find offensive. But like it gets framed or or the language used. Like you can, I'm basically what I'm trying to say is like you can make your argument in a way, and I'm not saying Ben Shapiro isn't an asshole because I think he is, but like. 
there is a way to do it. There is a way to disagree with people and not be canceled. But like a lot of the times the people that are actually being canceled is because they're just saying things in a way where now again, I do think that like people should be able to atone and, you know, correct course correct and, you know, over a period of time. But oftentimes these people get caught doing something saying something and then like they issue some ios press release the next day and then they're supposed to be like all good now but i don't know i just think like yeah do i want there to not be discourse no do i think society should be like an echo chamber no but i think there's a way to go about having action there's a difference between like dialogue and being an asshole I don't know because you, I, w- you and I, I would disagree on I a would lot of say that politically. Yeah, we do. And yeah. we have we haven't canceled our friendship because we're able to we're, dialogue. We're right on the edge way. with this one, buddy. We are right <laughs> on that the ragged edge with this one. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm sad to see sad to hear you say that, but like you know, Bro, there we, is if, a way if, to go about it. If we got canceled over this, we got we got bigger issues at hand. You know what I mean? So it's just like there, there is a way to go about it. There, there are people, and I see people do it. I hear people do it. You know, like there is a way to do it. But oftentimes I feel like people are pushing back on, you know, like you want to come for, people want to like stick up for Trump being removed from Twitter. And it's like, oh, they're taking his First Amendment right. And it's like, well, first off, Twitter is a privately owned company. So it's like, it, it's not, you know, and, and like when he was removed from the platform, he was the president of the United States. So this is hardly someone who was being marginalized, but like, it's like using Trump as the example. Um, this is someone who like says and did, said and did on this platform or publicly facing a lot of harmful things. But it's just like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's an easy thing to parse out, but, like, I just think that there are instances. I, I think a lot of times you can tell. Like, some people can disagree on things, and then some people are just assholes about those disagreements. And a lot of times you can tell. I mean, they came they came pretty hard for my boy Jordan Peterson um, during his uh, his few years of being in the spotlight but he never Um, got canceled though it was it was attempted it was very much attempted and he almost lost his job what did he say at that that particular instance what did he say his argument was that the government should not uh compel speech that it shouldn't be legally it shouldn't be legal what what is what exactly was the argument that was it was around gender pronouns and while he didn't have any particular issue with gender pronouns, he had an issue with the government l- compelling speech, so controlling what you could or could not say. And what what was in a, the potential legislation that was going to do that? Like, I believe it was. What, the, what was that was supposed passed. to look like? Pardon? Uh, I believe it was passed actually. Bill. Uh, I believe, believe it's Bill C sixteen. Um, twenty seventeen. Is I can't remember. Is, was, is Jordan Peterson? Is he Canadian? He is Canadian. Uh, is at the oh. University of Toronto. 
psychology professor. Um, dum, 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 dum. Tails. Got my dog going off. I got the the space heater in the background right now. I got my furnace that's decided to quit on us. It's gonna be a negative seventeen night. And we ain't got no furnace. We ain't got no mm. central heat. Mm. Um, it's gonna be a chilly one. Sounds sounds like Texas. Can literally feel the house cooling down. Um, Do you guys have like space heaters or anything? Yeah, we got two. So we got oh, one okay. in the main floor right now, one upstairs. But of course, you know, our, uh, our electricity is, uh, our electrical is getting upgraded right now from knob and tube to uh, the correct, proper type of electricity. What is going on with this dog? Tails. Cut it out. Cut it out. Uh, getting upgraded so we can only use certain outlets for the space heater because the other ones might catch on fire. Mm. Something like that. Maybe not that extreme, but there might be some cable meltage happening. Okay. Um. Now, in regards to Bill C-16, I'm just going to look up Jordan Peterson. Uh, Jordan Peterson. So his specific quote was... These laws are the first laws that I've seen that require people under the threat of legal punishment to employ certain words to employ certain words to speak a certain way instead of merely limiting what they're allowed to say. There you go. Um, the bill proposes adding gender identity and gender orientation to the Canadian Human Rights Act. This means that it would become illegal under the act to deny someone a job, discriminate against them. In the workplace, based on gender uh, they identify with or outwardly express, if passed, the bill would add gender identity and gender expression to the criminal code in two ways. Da -da 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 -da. It would is about what principles it should be taken into consideration when a court imposes a sentence. Um, it's about so. What, what is it actually? What is this law actually saying is going to to now be mandated? Basically, if you misgendered someone, you could be legally, you could have legal reper repercussions for that. Le misgendered someone in which space, in what context? In just general interaction. Mm. Mm. Well, is that, I mean, I would imagine that it's contextual in that, like, if you accidentally misgendered someone, that person probably wouldn't pursue any sort of legal action. Uh, probably, it, and having the ability to are two different things. Well, I mean, I, I, again, right, this being law is one thing. It being something that is actually convictable, I think, is another thing. Like, has there well, been an actual precedent set for this yet? Like... I, I don't I would, know, but I mean, like, I would like to see how one of these trials would play out. Because what I will say is, like, I'm assuming that this is, if this was 2017, then obviously this was done under the Trudeau government. And while I am a leftist person, I do have my criticisms about the Trudeau government. 
And one of my criticisms is that they do a lot of stuff, I feel anyway, a lot of like virtue signaling. And Oh, you mean like this gun ban of, that's not really going to do anything? Which one? Like this gun ban that's not really going to do anything? Yeah. I mean, the law seems to really have no teeth if, if you're not. It's got no teeth actually... and it's not going to actually change anything. Well, I mean, it's one. Th- I don't. It's not even necessarily like a ban. I can't remember exactly the the specifics of of the bill, but it's like it's not even a ban, really. Um. So it's just like it's like that as well as this. Um. They removed minimum sentencing for drug possession convictions, when all along like people have been advocating. The people who were advocating for that were actually advocating for decriminaliz- decriminalization of drugs. Um, but they don't have the political will to take it there. And, you know, they haven't had the political will or the initiative anyway to at least, you know, push the conversation in that direction. Because polling would suggest that there's still a large number of the Canadian population that is uncomfortable with the idea of decriminalizing drug possession. So they haven't really done much to advance that conversation. But they did remove minimum sentencing. But that doesn't really do much, you know, for people who are struggling with addiction and will be, you know, arrested and charged, you know, and then now put in the cycle of the criminal quote-unquote justice system but i'm just saying that's just an example of what i feel the true trudeau government has been good at which is just you know a lot of like i said virtue signaling a lot of um as as my guy jugmeet sinks would say pretty words you know and um just a lot of like vanity politics or or you know things they can put in the windowsill and so, uh, you know, this law that you're referencing here, what is it, Bill 6, C-16? Yeah. It's called? Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to see how this plays out in court. What I would imagine is that if you, because first off, you'd have to prove it, for one. So, and I would imagine that it would have to be something that was done over a sustained period of time where someone was insisting on misgendering someone, like someone was refusing to use someone by the pronouns that they have chosen to be addressed as or by. And in that scenario, you should face whatever consequence there is for that. I would imagine maybe it's like a fine or something. Um, And yeah, I mean, who are you to not call someone what they want to be called? If someone insisted on calling me something I didn't want to be called, uh, yeah, if there, I would like to take whatever so sort of action. So if someone assist, insisted on calling you Tyrone. We're going to have a problem. What's the legal recourse, though, for that? There might not be legal recourse. You might just catch these hands. Okay, but, but there's no legal recourse. Legal recourse. Maybe not. But I'm just saying if there were any, I would exercise that. And if there's not, I'm going to exercise these hands. Well, okay. All right. You can't call people whatever you want. Like, this is the stuff that I'm talking about that people want to, like, hold on to. Like, people want to cling to the fact that, like, well, you can't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be, 
prosecuted in any way for misgendering someone but it's like if it's an accident that's one thing but to like refuse to address someone by their chosen pronouns because you have a problem with like the whole gender queer topic or issue like yeah you should have to pay a fine or something for that because ultimately it's just like what difference does it make to you what this person what if, wants what to be referred a, to What as. if it makes a huge difference to you? What if you just choose not to interact with the individual? Then that's fine. You're not misgendering them if you're not interacting with them. No harm, no foul. I don't care what your views are. Just don't bring that shit to me, though. You could be a racist all day long. Just keep it over there. Don't bring it over here. Because now we have a problem. So if I was going by a different type of pronoun other than my, you know, cisgendered pronoun, you know, you can believe whatever you want, think whatever you want. Me personally, I don't care what people think about me, but how you interact with me is a different thing. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Pro gun Jarrell there, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> All right, whoa, 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 I'm gonna keep it. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not pro gun. I'm not pro Jordan Peterson. Uh, I'm not pro love Joe Peterson. Rogan. I'm not. And pro... also, all you, all you people out there that were claiming that Jordan was so insensitive when his wife was deathly ill and he fell into depression and was checked himself into rehab because he became too dependent on his antidepressants. The people that celebrated him, him checking himself in and hoped he died and wished death on his family, you're you're really good people. You're great people. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not cool either. I mean, it's, I would I would assume that that's like yeah. many things on either side of the aisle. That th- those are the people that exist on the fringes. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe so. Maybe so, and maybe not. I would, I, I would hope. Maybe so. Uh, I will say, like, just just the last thing on this uh, this gun topic is when you uh, when you fall on certain sides of these things, as far as like me, like, would I say that I am pro gun? Go ahead, tell the truth, buddy. Tell the truth, here, buddy. Shame the tell the truth and shame the devil. Well, I guess it depends on what it means to be pro-gun. Do I have a problem with guns in Canada? No. Specifically, the type of guns that I would use, which is uh, shotgun and rifle for hunting. I got no issues. Would you be mad if they tried to take our guns? I think that it takes so many different things for it to even be possible that I would be anti them doing a, a broad sweeping ban on guns. Okay. And, like, even with having a handgun, having a handgun in Canada, uh, outside of for work, like, there, you're, it's, it's very restrictive. You can essentially, you have to notify them when you're traveling with it, and you can travel from your home to the, to the range. Yeah, this is, you're talking about the people who are following the rules. Well, that's the thing, though. That's not the problem. Well, the people that are breaking the rules and killing people, how many of them are, are legal uh, a registered. Lot of them, apparently, you think a lot of them ha- are apparently. Have... That's that's how they are procured. Is that they were initially bought legally. In Sometimes Canada they're bought the legally States? and for pardon in Canada or the United in States in Canada in Canada. 
They're being bought legally. What handguns yes. are being bought legally? Y- yes. Handguns are registered in Canada, though. Pardon? I believe handguns are registered in Canada. It's a no, res- but what I'm saying is that they're firearm. being they're being procured legally, uh-huh. and then handed off or stolen for illegal use. Well, I mean, if you're stealing guns. No, but I'm saying handed off or also, or being stolen. Like those are both two of the of the pathways that this goes. Like there are people who basically get someone to buy them a gun legally. You know, how long, I mean, there there very well may be, and it might be lucrative, but it's it's so. Guns are very. Are you crazy? I know Nick. I know people. I have known people who have gotten caught for selling guns. And they were making a lot of money. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's pro, it's profitable. You know, but uh. So my my whole thing is just like, I'm just you know, I'm just I just you know with with us having neighbors to the south that have such uh, lax gun laws, if any, uh, I my my question is you know whether whether you can or not, get a gun at Walmart over there. Exactly. My question there is with a, having a ban in Canada, what is that going to do specifically well, I mean, I think where, it's, and where the places in which, you know? I don't think that that's reason not to not ban guns, though. Right? I don't think that that I negates think I, our I, government's responsibility I, to do what its people is asking it to do. So if the people are, are saying ban guns... Are the guns, people asking them to ban guns? Or is this just another virtue signal pers- thing that the... That the that the Trudeau government is, is doing just to... No, no, there is a considerable amount of people. The, the gun I, issue... I have a, been a, around a, a stunning amount of... Uh, you don't live what in Toronto. I, what I would consider leftist individuals. Um, and you said the, you have been around a, a lot of leftist people? Yeah. I would say... I would say Who? How many is a lot? I would say that a, a large portion of my friend group uh, through on the social medias would be would fall into the category of leftists, and especially with you know how active they are in uh, what would seem uh, to be the the uh, the political you know expressing their feelings as it were. Um, I would say most of the people would fall in the leftist category, and I have mm. not seen a anti or pro gun stance yet. Well. I can't say I've seen a lot of it myself. And, then, and this but is this I is, this is regardless the, of the, the current news, like if it's yeah, front and center now. But prior to that, I haven't. You know, I haven't seen a lot of it personally. But from what I read and hear, this is this is an ongoing conversation, especially in the GTA, in places where there is more gun violence. So I would imagine the GTA, maybe Manitoba, maybe Vancouver, you know, but definitely the GTA, Toronto specifically. Right, and there, like, there's there's enough polling on it to suggest that, like, this is this is definitely a talking point for a considerable number of Canadians. Mm. Uh, my uh, my instructor did bring up something interesting, and I I haven't looked at the numbers, and I don't know where exactly I would find them. But it was looking specifically at the the rate of recidivism um, for people that were caught with illegal handguns. So I guess before, if you were caught with an illegal with an illegal weapon um, or a weapon, then you shouldn't have had it on you. Period. Cut it out. 
um, you could be held uh, in jail essentially indefinitely. Um, I'm not sure how long or whatever it was, but I guess now uh, it's like 48 hours or something like that. And I guess uh, the stat that he had brought up was within 30 days, I think 40 or 50% of the people that were initially caught were then arrested again with another illegal handgun or another illegal weapon. I mean, if you needed a handgun before you went to jail, you probably would need it when you get out. If I'm in an environment where people are coming for me to a point where I'm living a life where I need, I feel I need and may actually need a, a, a handgun to protect myself and then I get caught with a handgun and go to jail, just because I went to the bin and came out doesn't mean I no longer need to protect myself. So I get it. Again, like, that's what I'm saying. To me, guns just do more harm than good. So my stance, again, like, and that's why I started out saying, it's a non, and we can move on, but I'm just saying, like, it's a non-starter, right, my position on it. But my position is that they should all just be removed. Obviously, that's, that's impossible to do. But I'm just saying. Because, yeah. If some people have guns, then that means that there are going to be other people who are going to also need guns. I mean, I don't think that the people that have guns are getting guns to defend themselves from the people who are illegally procuring guns. No, no, no. Those, those are two different, two two different things. Those are two different worlds. I'm, we're talking about. I'm talking about in a scenario oh, in the, where in I in the illegal I, world. I'm talking about in the illegal world. If I need a gun, if some people have guns, and I'm in that world. And my ops have guns, then there's a very good chance I am going to need a gun. I mean, so until I I can remove myself from that, I don't live in any of these worlds. So all these things are so just like, man. But this is the problem, right? Is like there's so so many of these things are being discussed in a way that is like even when I listen to it in in the, the country. I live in the country. I live in the country now. Yeah, well, I mean, even when I listen to it on, like, you know, the different political shows that I watch and things, and I hear the way that they're discussed, and it's it's just discussed in a way that lacks the nuance or understanding of like people who live in these different worlds, and it is in fact different world, a different world, or they are in fact different worlds. So it's just like. A lot of people are out of touch with these worlds, but what I'm saying is, and I'm not saying I live in that world, but I'm not unfamiliar with it, and I know people from that world, and I've been near it. And what I can tell you is that, like, if people who mean me harm have guns, I'm probably going to feel that I also need a gun. It's survival. Right? So... Yeah, I would suggest that they best remove themselves from those situations. 
again, it, it, see, and it, this is like, to, it just sounds so uh, out of touch with reality to just be like, just remove yourself. That's not how it works. It's not that easy. I don't know. So, how I mean, works. yeah, and, and so do, or neither do a lot of the people who, you know, are making legislation around these things. But that's a whole other conversation. All right. All right, we'll keep it moving then. We'll keep it moving. Um, yeah. uh, I guess we can skip that. Um, do you think I'm too empathetic? Too empathetic? Yep. No. Do you think that, you know seeing both sides of the argument so much to the point where I don't have a concrete position on them uh, is 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 in, in a way a hindrance because I mm. like like with this like with this past conversation I see it both ways and I guess the only reason that I would fall particularly on the more pro gun side is because I would actually have a use for a gun which is hunting so it kind of, you know, it's kind of weird. I think for me, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to your question. Like, for me, I'm almost always going to fall on the left side of most of these um, conversations. But Lefty. 100%. But, like, I don't know. But I, I always have a, a, a stance on these things, right? So it's just, like, while I am always going to be on the left uh you know um i still have my position on on thing i don't i don't know i don't know I, to answer your question i, I don't, don't like i'm not saying that your position has to necessarily align with the left or the right or i mean for no you. sure but like just not having a general stance like i don't have a general stance on guns in canada right if, if you had to like push me to the edge of like yes or no then it's oh, gonna be like no wonder you don't want guns. Um, uh, yeah, as far as like if you, if you had to push me to the edge to make a decision, I might be able to come up with something. But for the most part, it's uh, I just I see both perspectives and depends on because, you know, in the pro gun argument, they were getting kind of kind of saucy with it. I was like, that's a of bit course. extreme of for course. me. And on, you know, your argument of ban at all, I'm like, that's a bit extreme for me. I fall somewhere, mm, somewhere gently in my, the middle. But see, but my, see, you know what it is? I think why I'm always able to have a stance on these things is because my stance on these things are always outgrowths of, like, kind of, like, what I believe in, like, what my values are. So it's just, like, my ban it all position is an outgrowth of my attempt at viewing the world through a more like collectivist lens so it's just like i think that guns cause enough harm to other people it causes enough harm to enough people that from a collectivist point of view from a utility from a utilitarian from a util i don't know why it's not an utilitarian in that scenario anyway yeah. from a utilitarian perspective yeah, while I said it's a non-starter, my and my utopia would be that there are no guns at all, and people who use it for sport and and acquire them and use them legally, all within the parameters of legislation, 
like, damn all of that, get rid of the guns because they still cause harm. That, so my, my, my stance on it is just be, comes from my overall worldview. And I think my worldview informs my stance on these things. So I think that's why for me, I'm always pretty like passionate on where I stand on these things. Yeah, no, I don't see it that way. So I guess I guess I'm I guess I'm not a I'm not anti-gun. I'm a I'm a pro-gun guy, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hey, that's cute. It is what it is. Um, now I was watching uh I was watching Deja Vu, the uh, What's that? the the film with the the uh, the sometimes referred to as greatest of all time. I wouldn't say that, but some would say that uh, Denzel. Denzel Washington. He's one of the greatest of all time. Sure. Sure. I like. What you think? You think Denzel's overrated? No, I don't think Denzel's overrated. I wouldn't. I would not go as far as saying that. No, I don't think he's overrated. But you don't think he's one of the greatest actors? (sighs) I guess. I guess my. I guess what I would lean on is. I am not familiar with enough of his works to have a definitive point of view. What I will say is that in a number of the works that I'm familiar with, he plays a fairly similar character. He does a great job at it. Yeah, that's more so what I'm talking about in terms of just like delivery. Oh, delivery is always on point. Delivery. In ter- I'm not talking about range. Okay. All right. So much as like delivery, because like a lot of people, I don't think there are a ton of actors that give that have a lot of range, truthfully. And I think some of that just might be, I think that those are probably maybe more so business decisions than talent decisions or or decisions based on business rather than talent. Mm. But there aren't a number. There aren't a ton of people who have like Meryl Streep range. Like, Meryl Streep is probably, to me, like, maybe one of, if not the most versatile actors in terms of just, like, the broad range of characters. That said, I did just watch a movie where she, one of the characters she played in a movie was uh, a a Latinx woman. And it was, uh, I was a little, I was taken aback by that. But but in terms of range, um, she's, you know, She's she's phenomenal, um, but in terms of delivery, like who is going to just give you a strong performance consistently? Who's going to like give you a performance where it's like there's it's just good, like re- like good in terms of like you watch some actors and it's just like mm, that was a bit much, like they were overacting there, they didn't sell it there, you know, like that was a bit cringy. That was but like Denzel, like. I've, he's never, as far as I've seen, given a bad performance. Okay, I'll agree with you there. And in, and in that sense, in his craft, I will put Denzel in the category of one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. There, there. I will acquiesce. Uh, anyways, so one of the scenes in the in the uh, in the in the movie in the film, if you will, that stood out to me and speaks to what is this movie about again refresh my i'm sure I've deja it, but... vu it's um there's a terrorist attack and he find you know he's put on a special team that is investigating it that has the 
ability to look back in time four days and then they find out that it's it's a whole you know time is, jump. This, is there like a supernatural element to this movie kinda it's more like sciencey like science science fictionist in that like he has the ability to go back in time to stop this okay no but I don't think I've actually seen this one. I'm thinking of a different movie that's the full extent I think it's on it's on Disney plus right now and Disney mm, Disney plus just picked one. up uh they just picked up Star, or Stars. Stars? Is that, is that what the TV show's called? Star, or is it Stars? A show Star. or a network? The network. Is it Stars oh, or Stars? Stars, yeah. Stars. That's on, that Stars is on Creative as well. Uh, I couldn't remember if all of the stuff that was on Star was on, or Stars was on Creative, or if it was just... Uh, yeah, the, I never know. Like, HBO Max is just, like, a select portion of the hbo max like the hbo max on crave yeah. is not like the full hbo max catalog as if you actually had like the hbo max streaming platform which okay. i wish i did but you can't get it in canada so yeah it's it's, uh, it's i think it's on crave um oh I'll, I'll check it i'll check it out but anyway what, you so might what not happens? like it but uh anyway so one of the, the scenes that stuck out to me there was a scene where uh, this terrorist attack, 500. Well, can't stop yawning. Not even that tired. Still can't stop yawning. Um, where, uh, one of the, uh, there was a, in this attack, 543 people are killed and they're going through the names of the people. And there's a point where they start listing like the job titles of the individuals for some of the people. And I was just thinking of like, what are the positions in society that are deemed valuable so much so that when someone has passed and they're acknowledging them, they're saying, you know, professor such and such or, and it's not like it's like a, a title things, you know, like doctor. Mm -hmm. It's It's just a role. It's a role, but it's so synonymous with like that person where like you just call them, you know, like doctor, whatever. Like yeah. my aunt, like all the time, it's just, it's Dr. Crooks. Like, it's just like a thing. It's just, that's just who she is. Yeah. Um, whereas like, you're like, you know, we don't call some of our friends like engineer. Like, I'm not going to say engineer Nathan to my brother. Like, that's just right. not what, but there comes a point in society where like you're acknowledging this person's job title and it's becoming synonymous with their being. But that's also specific to certain job titles, because if it was like, you know, the greatest grocery store clerk of all time. You're not really going to say, you know, cashier Megan or something like that, you know, as good as and enjoyable as they were at their job. It's just not a a position that's held in any type of value in society. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, um, how do you feel about how certain positions in society are acknowledged and not just based on like the randomly assigned value that we have for them? I don't. I don't know if that's a, too much of a convoluted question. Um, no, no, I get be. it. But uh, yeah, that's well. Yeah. I think it depends on the roles. I mean, I think like the ones that you mentioned, right? Like doctor, professor. Um, you know, you would think maybe lawyer would be one of them, but lawyer doesn't really seem to be one of them. Um, but doctor, professor, and I think, I think it just goes in hand with, or I think it's just because of the role that those 
roles play in society. So like an educator of some kind, right? It's such an important role in our society. Doctors play such an important role in our society. Um, you know, and I think if you're specifically a professor or specifically a doctor, uh, I think it also speaks to the level of investment that you made in your education. And so I think that, you know, there is that level of prestige that gets placed on it, you know, for um, maybe less important reasons, maybe that there's a vanity to it. But I do think that some of these roles, like those two, those are the two that are coming to mind, right? Or something that is like, you know, I don't know, if you were like an astronaut or something, right? Science plays such a big role in our society, even though we may not factor it into our daily lives in that way, even though it's all around us all the time, obviously. But like, I, I just think that there are certain roles that like impact our, our, our culture in such a way to where like, if you are one of those things, then yeah, I guess it just kind of becomes part of your identity. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, I just I just found it interesting that some of it is probably just like, you know, BS though, but but I think some of it is 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 valid. Like if you're a doctor, you know, it's just like, yeah, you 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 heal people, you save lives, you know. If you're a firefighter, you save lives. You know, if you're a, do- a a teacher, you know, you educate our, our our youth, right? Our youth are our future. So it's important. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I guess the impact on the, the society as a whole would, uh, would kind of dictate that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also, like, I guess how... The- interchangeable is this like you can't swap out a doctor or a professor like you can I don't know like the kid who changes your oil at Jiffy Lube no disrespect you know to I mean I worked in the auto industry for mad long so respectfully but like it's it's interchangeable I've seen the way that they just like switched staff in and out right so I think there's a level of value placed on um, the skill set and how, I guess, I don't know, uh, I can't think of the right word, but it's just like, you know, it's a highly desirable, but maybe not as common because it takes so much time, effort, and money to get get that skill set, to get that certificate or accreditation. So that, that, that might be part of it, too. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I concur. Uh, there was one interesting news article. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's that interesting anymore because it doesn't seem to be. Doesn't seem like he's getting away with it. Mm, what is it? Uh, there was a South uh, Dakota, I believe, an attorney general. Uh, let me just read the article. Uh, victim's glasses found in car of South Dakota attorney general who claimed he hit a deer. Uh, calls for resignation of South Dakota's attorney general, Jason Ravensburg, 
are mounting after investigators found the glasses of a crash victim in Mr. Ravensburg vehicle, Ravensburg's vehicle. He claims he thought he drove into a deer and did not know it was a pedestrian until the next morning. Mr. Ravensburg uh, was charged with three misdemeanor counts last week after the accident leading to the death of 55-year-old Joseph Bover, uh, CNN reported. New evidence was released on Tuesday night with investigators now saying that Mr. Bover was hit with such force that his face came through the windshield of Mr. Ravensborg's vehicle. He hit and killed Mr. Bover on September 12th of last year. Well, it's a while back. Oh, my God. Uh, they're, uh, and this is in quotes, they're Joe's glasses. So that means his face came through your windshield. One investigator tells Mr. Ravensborg during a filmed interview, the footage, the footage was released Tuesday. I did not see those glasses until you showed them to me, Mr. Ravensburg reported. The only way for them to get there is through the windshield, the law enforcement official says. His face was in your windshield, Jason. Think about that. I did not see him. I did not see anything, Mr. Ravensburg said. I did not know it was a human until the next day. I thought that I thought it was those deer's glasses. Exactly. Uh, you think you had an idea it was something other than a deer, though? I just believed it was a deer. Also, deers um, don't wear glasses. They, they don't wear glasses, and they're they they have you know hides as such. I'm not even sure if that's the right term, but yeah, they you know mm-hmm. they have hair and fur. Mm-hmm. You know they uh, they mm-hmm. don't look like a human being who's I would assume was clothed. Yep. You know. I mean, these are all facts. So, uh, you know, I just thought it was interesting that the uh, the attorney general specifically was, you know, on the other side of this. And I was uh, curious to whether or not he would get away with this. But we'll see. That remains to be seen. It's still a possibility. Um, we'll probably see a manslaughter charge. But we don't know how manslaughter charges go in the States. So, Yeah, but he also fled the scene. But he thought it was a deer. You don't have to. You don't they're, have to report. You don't have to report a deer accident, as far as I'm aware. Fam, whose glasses are these, dog? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. The deer ate someone. Mm-mm, mm-mm. He's. They're locking him up. They. They better lock him up. He's getting locked up. Better be locked up. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, that was really it. I didn't have a whole lot on the agenda. I know we missed uh, we missed a week, but, uh, you know, a week is a week. Um, this is the uh, the end of uh, the history of Black Month, um, since mm-hmm. we are on the first day of the march. Uh, yeah. But it's Black History Day every day, so. Uh, you took the words right out of my mouth, brother. The history does not stop in 28 days. Why do they have to give us the coldest? And the shortest month? And the shortest month. Like, February is... is It's such a miserable month. You're telling me. Such a miserable month. Anyways, that's it. That's all I got. I got nothing else. I got laundry. I got a cold house. That's all I got today. That sounds I'm Trying to go snuggle terrible. up with the fam. We are. Oh, that's cute. You know, letting the baby sleep in our bed since the house is cold. Aww. Is that my Wi Fi here? 
Yeah, I thought it was tea, so I poured it out, only to realize at the last second that it wasn't tea. I was heartbroken because I would have cheated and drank it because I love, I love that that drink. I, it looked like tea on the thing. It was in the dark. It looked like tea. It was only as I was pouring it that it started to bubble. You have any left? What? Do you have any left? No. That was the last one. I'm sorry, honey. I'll buy God you some damn more. It, Tony. I'll buy you more. Also, your daughter's chocolate, uh, whatever it was, concoction, um, it was leaking in the fridge. Cool. That, that thing was broken, so... She's going to be very upset tomorrow when she looks in the fridge and it's not there. Okay. All right. Well, that's it, JP. Uh, you have any nappers? What, what you got? What you got lined up for nappers? I have a whole list. Yeah. I have a whole list of music. Oh, wow. Um, you know, the vibes were going to be vibey, but let's, let's see what you got. Well, this is what I was planning last week um, because... Last weekend, it was my baby's birthday, the queen of my heart. Snow? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. No? Her? No. R- Rihanna. Riri. Okay. My my baby Riri. It was uh-huh. her birthday. She said my baby turns 33. Grown woman. And, um, you guys are so old. So I, but she looks wicked. Um, so yeah, so I was planning on playing, uh, two Rihanna songs. I was going to do, you were going to do Umbrella, weren't you? <sighs> Again? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully. Okay. All right. I was going to do two Rihanna songs. I was going to do, uh, Kiss It Better and another one. But since, you know, the moment has kind of passed, I think I'm going to, because there's another song I'd like to. I'd like to go with uh, that's not a Rihanna song, so I think um, I think I'll start with the Rihanna song though, uh, and it's "Get It Over With." So it's um, Rihanna, of course, and it's an unfe- uncredited feature by James Fauntleroy. I, I it doesn't say his name on it, but I can just tell I know his voice, and so I'm sure he wrote it, which is probably why the song is so damn good because he's an incredible songwriter um but yeah get it over with <clears throat> by my baby by my wifey and uh james fontley roy all right look up the sun is just a cloud away you're so afraid to cry but your heart be feeling dry it's time to change but you keep thundering, thundering I'm wondering, wondering Why you keep thundering Won't you just pray And get it over with And I feel the pain I babe, I won't complain I hear you say we cut the sun It's just a cloud away And I was so afraid to cry Thundering, wondering why you keep thundering. Won't you just get rain? 
did I oh my god oh god oh you know what I, I thought you were just rolling into your your napper with that song I was like okay Tony I see you I mean I let it play I love the song But that's not what I'm playing. <sighs> that's fair. I just switched, unloaded laundry, started laundry in the. Whew! I'm out of breath. It's cold. You alright, right, brother? It's cold and I'm out of breath. Mm. But yeah, that was dope. Riri. Riri and Dem. Get over it. No, not quite. No? Get it over with. Get over it. Get it with over. Mm, okay. No? Wow. All right. 
I mean, hey. Yeah. No? We sending this one. That's not the napper. We're just... Oh, I was going to say, this is like bringing me back to the grade eight <laughs> dance vibes. I played it for Megan yesterday and she told me to cut it off. Really? To all the ladies, she all was not vibing to it. This was a banger. I know. I thought. I thought, but I. I, I guess I was wrong. Proceed to give you what you need. You know I like snowball. Bad boy. B two K. I like your little sex style. Love it when you're getting wild. Girl in the club with me. All right. Yeah, a vibe, a vibe, but so you know, I thought right. I was, I thought I was trying to set something off in the house, and wifey told me to cut it off. Mm, bump, damn. bump, bump was not playing. She was damn. not a fan. Damn. She was not a fan. Damn. So, you know. Sorry to hear that. Oh man, I got so many stuff here that could be nappers. Um, I think I have like fifteen songs on this playlist. Ooh. Boy. So I'm 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 struggling. Pull the trigger, man. Um. Oh man. All right, let's go old school. Let's go. Let's go super old school. Them, them boys had some hits. The people might not know, but these Who's boys. Who's Joe to see? Oh no. One twelve. Commodores. Oh. Morning's just a moment away And I'm without you once again You laughed at me You said you never needed me I wonder if you need me now We play the games that people play We made mistakes along the way Somehow I know deep in my heart Remembering the pain, if I must say It's deep in my mind and locked away But then most of all
but it's so heavy on my mind. So many dreams that flew away. So Magic circa 1979. What you know about that, bro? I know that shit was putting me to sleep. <laughs> what? <laughs> they got some hits, man. No, no. The Commodores, the Commodores have a, a, an incredible catalog. I just, when I said putting me to sleep, it was just like it was slow. It was the tempo it was wasn't just, what you well, No, it was just like bedtime vibe. You know, like those are the type of songs I would have on like a playlist where I'm, I'm trying to go to sleep. Not because they're boring, but because they're just, you know, it's just like relaxing. This guy's killing me. This guy's killing me. I'm over here trying to serenade my lady and he's falling asleep. Nigga, don't do that while I'm on the phone. I'm going to cut this off. I'm about to play the Commodores all night. What you got? What's up? What's up next? Uh, Okay, so this, this is one of them ones right here. Um, I had this on repeat this weekend. It's called... Breakfast in Bed by Eric Bellinger. Eric Bellinger. Bellinger. All right, let's see what you got. And and Hitmaker? Yeah, this is it. So it's like drowning in a rain. Numbing all the pain Fireworks blowing out your frame Give all you could take Make you say my name Make you say I know your love is not a game Baby, I know Baby, I know What you wanted, I know you got Wake up with me. You finna get rough when you write it. You wanna take flight with me in private, screaming, but your phone on silent. Silent. Why we 
we on the island Breakfast in bed It's all provided by me You been in the drought and I can tell Yeah, you need some of that Ooh, baby It's like drowning in a rain Numbing all the pain Fireworks blowing out your frame Give all you could take Make you say my name Make you say I know your love is not a game oh, baby, I know oh, no, no. Baby, I know What you wanted, I know you, girl Be my tequila, sunrise Know what you like way more than one time Try to see me, so I'll just I'll just not put that on. It's okay. You know what she she fought against it. She she uh she said she you know she came for me right there. She's like, no. Nah. Don't she worry, I, I I put it in I put it to good use. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, friend. Okay, friend. Oh man. Well, yeah, it does remind you of high school jams, but that not that not that last song. What was that? I didn't hear what it was. Okay. Hold on. Are you trying to are you trying to sleep on me right now? But with that last comment there, like I don't put in work. Flying together, FKJ. Look at this guy. This guy trying to trying to act like <laughs> trying to act like what? Niggas need to ask about me if you don't know. I'm not like, asking. I'm not trying to find out. Actually, and also, um, you know, you know, um, yeah, yeah. They know. They know. I'd say, given the opportunity, I'm sure you 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 do just fine, friend. Look at this. Listen to this guy I'm trying to act like my resume ain't 
official. I'm not trying to peep your resume. Megan is giving me the craziest side eye right now. No, that's 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 fine. But the ones that know, they know. Well, you know, they can vouch for you. That's that's good for them. And they would. Hey. All right. Um, napper number two here. We've got FKJ lying together. Are you familiar? Vibes though, you know, it's vibey, it's vibey, does a job. But I, uh, I think we've come to the end. Also, oh, random, 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 random. Uh, on the note of uh, the outro music I'm playing, I revisited uh, Hotels. Mm-hmm. Project's incredible. Oh, for sure. Project is incredible. Just, just incredible. But also, I love Jasmine Sullivan, so you know. She's great. But we out here. Unless you got anything else for the people, you got anything else? No, no, I'm good. But you know, I know you're trying to play me earlier, but 
my my resume is official. Just for anyone out there, don't believe the hate. Don't listen to the hate. I gave you a round of applause, my guy. No, I don't need that. All right, man. But yeah, that's it. We'll reload. We'll come back again this week and uh, get back to the business. But that's it. That's all. You've been listening to the Random Output Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Clemmings. JP's over there, you know, doing stuff, hanging out, giving his perspectives, and, uh, you know, putting himself out there, if you would, if you will. No, I'm not. No? That's not what you're doing? No, no, not even a little bit. All right. No. I live for you.